Dara Vance, and I'm here with fellow graduate student Carson Ben. We're interviewing undergraduate student Kenneth Adams about his commitment to become a Peace Corps volunteer after his graduation from the University of Kentucky History Department. So tell us how you got from Grayson County to the University of Kentucky to studying the Middle East to now you're heading to Africa for the Peace Corps. Well, I grew up on a dairy farm, and I did a lot of reading when I wasn't walking. I was initially interested in studying imperialism, but then I got into engineering because of World War II, and then engineering did not work out, because okay. once I got into calculus, and so I talked to my engineering advisor, and she recommended history. And I started focusing on imperialism, but then I also wanted to do something impactful to, to today's world, and okay. I chose Arabic Islamic studies for a minor. For a minor, so a minor. you were looking. So you're a history major with an Arabic and Islamic studies minor. Yes, that led me to wanting to improve the world. That's because a big, that's a really big job, Kenny. Little influences. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> save the world. I just want to help. Okay. And so that's what drew me to Peace Corps, because of all the interesting um, things I've learned in UK history department and MCL and Arabic Islamic Studies. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what your thesis is. My thesis for my undergraduate is the growing influence of anti-Zionism in, in Hebrew literature that's written in um, Israel. So was this something you studied before you came to the University of Kentucky? I had a very basic background because I have a friend from Iran, but I, didn't, I went in depth when I started studying history. Did you take a class that helped you? It was... Um, I'm kind of scattershot on, on my interest okay. because I'm very interested in identity. That identity struck me at the time. Someone said, I'm going to study this and research it and make it my undergrad thesis. Okay. So who is working with you on your thesis? I was working with Dr. Takanaka for my thesis. I've taken classes with Dr. Hassan Bagby in modern classical languages. I've done independent study with um, Dr. Patron to focus on um, Afghanistan and Iranian influence in Afghanistan. And I have had Dr. Marup, Dr. Whitlock, Dr. Missoni, Dr. Davis. I've had Dr. Summers and Dr. Holly. So you've had this very broad education. You've been in the engineering department. You've been in the history department. You've been down in modern and classical languages. Even though you have all these scattered influences, you've been able to bring it all together here at UK. And now you're going to Africa. Yes, I've brought it all together into wanting to improve social situations and increase understanding which is where Peace Corps definitely comes in because of the goals of Peace Corps. What are you going to be doing in Zambia? In Zambia, I will be helping to develop aquaculture. Fish is very popular in Zambia, and the rivers cannot sustain the level, uh, the demand for fish in Zambia. So the government of Zambia decided to promote aquaculture, fish farming of tilapia. And so that is where Peace Corps comes in. With U.S. aid, the U.S. will pay for me someone who knows a lot about farming, and I will be trained as a rural extension agent. So I'll be helping farmers connect with the sources for funding and showing them how to be a fish farmer, like general agricultural support. Now you said you get paid, but you're not going to be getting rich. No, I'll be paid in the local currency with the same, at the same level as my peers in the Zambian fishery department. This is really about doing service. This is very much about service. You're sacrificing quite a bit. If someone had said to, to let's say, 17-year-old Kitty in high school, you're going to leave the dairy farm and end up in Africa, what would you say? 
I would definitely call them crazy. It's been quite a big shift as my interests have grown. So how do your parents feel about this? My dad is worried about my safety. My mom wants me to do it because I want to, but then she has the motherly instinct of, you're going too far away, I don't want you to go, and my brother, he, he knows I'm adventurous and he, Kenny's going to do what Kenny's going to do. Zambia is a very friendly country and it's been voted the most peaceful country in Africa. And nothing has happened in Zambia since its independence in 1967. So the Peace Corps is not sending you into an inherently dangerous situation? They never send you into an inherently dangerous situation. All Peace Corps countries ask for assistance. They want Americans. And the village knows that I'm coming because they ask for help. What about your living situations? What are you, where are you going to be living? How much access to, you know, modern technology and conveniences will you have? I'll be living in the stereotypical mud hut that you think of Peace Corps volunteers living in. I would not say I'm going to be technologically isolated because I've spoken with Dr. Masoni, who, who is from Zimbabwe. Dr. Masoni is the African history professor, and he focuses on his, on his home country, Zimbabwe. Okay. And he told me that you get less connectivity, but you can still connect. So expecting to be connected about once a week. The Peace Corps does offer um, a provincial house in Zambia, where you can go once a month for three or four days, get air conditioning, Wi-Fi, and all the American conveniences. Talk to your mother, make her feel better. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Instead of texting or something like that. So this was a pretty intensive process, though, getting in, into... The Peace Corps. Yes, I applied online near the end of April, and that was a essay and a resume. Okay. And then I selected the countries that I'd favor. I mo- mostly chose, I chose two in Southern Africa, and I said go anywhere, which is a big thing in Peace Corps, be ready to go anywhere. And then I did an interview on the phone, talked about an hour, and he made sure that I said what I learned whenever I had an experience. What did I learn whenever I failed to do something? What did I learn when I had intercultural experience? Did, did the history department, did your education here in the history department sort of help you with that? That was where most of my intercultural experience came from. Okay. Someone from a different country felt a different way about an event, and you have to accept that they have a different viewpoint. And if you disagree with the viewpoint, you have to find a way to talk about it. So you're in, you're ready to go, you're going to Zambia, your parents are maybe excited, maybe not. Do you feel prepared? I mean, you've talked about having this multicultural experience at the University of Kentucky. You've, you've studied a variety of different things. I've talked to um, the professors who here, here at UK who teach Southern African history, and they've given me some advice. I've met Eton Peace Corps volunteers at events and dinners, and we've talked about it. Through UK's history department, I've managed to meet a Zambian couple and talk to them about Zambia. And they're the ones who kind of straightened me out and said, uh, it'll be a lot of new things. So I can understand the broad categories of what's going to be going on in Zambia. It'll be um, like economic conditions. It won't be used to the kind of poverty in Zambia. I won't be used to the crowded buses. There'll just be little things that you don't think about that's going to hit me and realize I'm not at home, it's not the same. How do you think that you're prepared for interacting with the Zambian people as far as cultural exchange because I know that you had indicated that there's three goals of the Peace Corps and one of them is to have that cultural exchange between Americans and the Zambians or whatever country you're assigned to. How do you think you've prepared for that? 
I'm very prepared because I'm very curious. So I like I love asking questions. Love the question why. And Zambians, it's a very quiet country. Not many people know about it. And so whenever you're very curious about a country and they don't feel important, then they like opening up to you. Why do you like this celebration? Why do you like this food? And oh yeah, I will tell you all about it. And I think that helps prepare me culturally. I'm genuine in my curiosity, and then it facilitates the whole process. So you're not going over there just to tell them all about America, but you no. really want to learn about Zambia also. So how can we learn along with you? Are you going to be keeping a diary, or, or what can we do to find out? I'll be What's keeping a, a diary to make sure I get all my daily events recorded. And then I'll publish my experiences, all the interesting things that happen. might be unusual for Americans to hear in a blog called The Zamtuckian, which the Zambians love to mix words together with Zam. So they have a large beef company called Zam Beef. They have a, a bicycle company that's called Zam Bike. And Peace Corps volunteers call moving to Zambia, adopting the Zam life. Okay. And so I took that tradition and put it on my blog. So you're the Zamtuckian. The, the Kentuckian in Zambia, so I'm a Zamtuckian. Um, I wanted to ask if you had any other, I mean, you mentioned that you get this very broad experience from all the history classes you've taken. Do you have any extracurricular activities that you're involved in? I have, I've been mainly doing academics at UK, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of experience just agriculturally because mm-hmm. I grew up on a dairy farm. So it's a lot of technical, it's mechanic work, it's um, liking to explore nature, mm-hmm. especially like riding bikes and walks and all that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, and I've done the UK Historical Society, the History Club uh-huh. at UK. Trying who, to, who runs that? Uh, Dr. Whitlock. I've used that program to try to get more involved in the community of the UK's history department. So what do you think is going to happen after Zambia? You probably can't really predict, but are you going to continue with your education? You know, what what are you going to do after? Because you're going to have your bachelor's degree, then you're going to have 27 months in Zambia, then what? Then I'm going to get my graduate degree in either Middle Eastern Studies. I might get something in International Development. I'm not really sure exactly how the Peace Corps experience is going to affect me. I might decide to focus on Africa because it's I love Zambia so much. I might just decide to go back to Middle East and transfer those Peace Corps experiences to the Middle East. So let's say there's students at the University of Kentucky that have thought about being a Peace Corps volunteer, but they're not really sure. What class or classes do you think would help prepare them to uh, be successful as a Peace Corps volunteer? Whatever classes you enjoy. If you have volunteer experience, then it proves that you have motivation for service. They'll be working with like the local Carnegie Center. They'll be um, working with the Henry Clay Estate. If you have a lot of agricultural experience, that's very good because Peace Corps is lacking in that area, which is one major reason I got in. Because I have a little bit of volunteer experience, but a lot of agricultural. Take the region that you like in history, then it can help direct you to a region you like better in Peace Corps. So actually, it sounds like University of Kentucky students would be pretty good candidates with a focus on agriculture and then also with our history department. So. Yes, they don't understand where they're going and why they need to be there. So, when you come back, there's some advantages. Yes, there's non-competitive eligibility, which lasts one year, but can be extended to three if you get a relevant degree to a federal position. You get a resettlement allowance of about 
$8,000. So that way when we come back to the U.S., you can like get an apartment, you can settle back down, get to walk, several scholarships through Peace Corps. Well, thank you for talking with us today. Once again, this is Kenny Adams talking with Dara Vance and uh, Carson Finn from the U.K. History Department about service in the Peace Corps. Thank you. Thank you.